This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Oh, Neve. What a day. What a couple. What a morning. What a morning. What a morning. <laughs> We met each other four hours ago. I know, I know. And we were so on it today. We were, Neve, I swear to God, listen, the shows that we would have done. If we'd have gone into this video. <laughs> oh, Neve, we would have won a Pulitzer. <laughs> I, was, I was in a very good space. Very good space now this morning. Were you? Yeah, it was, yeah. And, yeah, and, and things are very good. Are you saying after four hours with me, then that's put you in a bad space? I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of like a perpetual motion machine like we just wear each other out like I know like it's everything's been discussed I know and I, I feel true. like there's something to say and all of the all of the meaningful glances that we give each other in reference to what's happening around us you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know you've got those friends where you just know all I'm gonna say is there are some very unimportant people downstairs <laughs> in our studio I know they're like, I'm sorry, you can't use your usual studio today, Garage, because so-and-so's in there recording. I'm like, I'm sorry, have either of them won a Eurovision? Because I don't recognise them. Oh, listen to I, you. I hope it's Johnny Logan. So- is, it jo- is Johnny Logan in there? Because if he isn't, then I think we'll have our studio, please. <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying only Johnny Logan can pip the post? Absolutely, Neve. You've done two Eurovisions. I have. I have. To be fair, he won both of his. <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe if they've got Lorreen in okay, there. Okay, fair enough. If Lorreen is in there under the table... <laughs> All I can say is we've Doing been tattoo. banished to this, um, you know, colder studio. This colder studio. Neve is under protest now. She has a scarf and her jacket on. She's not I taking know. her on a rock off. And you know what's the funny part is? I'm trying to position the scarf because it's a long scarf. I'm trying to position it on my knees like a rug. <laughs> like an old lady rug. And it's actually quite comforting. I was, I was actually filming in a studio quite yesterday. Uh-huh. And... They had to keep stopping because it was so cold. They had to keep stopping <laughs> because me nipples were protruding. Oh, I hate when that happens. I know. I know. Uh, uh, you know, and for women, that's quite disconcerting, especially at my age, because they're not always positioned where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> there is, not every woman is symmetrical. Neve. Sometimes sometimes they're pointing in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> they're on different horizons. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of, Neve. Nothing to be ashamed to of. <laughs> Um, but it is great to see you. It's lovely to see you. I know. I how, t- tell me, how have you been? I've been okay. I've been to the dentist. Oh, no. Yesterday, I had to go to the dentist. And now I've been putting it off for a while because I'm afraid of the dentist. And, and it's an irrational so fear because in lots of ways, I'm very good about procedures and stuff that needs to be done. And I really do believe because I've got good teeth. So, you know, I try to look after them, but I've yeah. always been afraid of them. And what happened was... You know, COVID happened and then we all got kicked out of the dental unless you had major emergencies. I got into a habit. I had a great dentist for a long time. He was lovely, kind of made me feel very comfortable and I could trust him. And then he retired and then this other guy came in who was a lovely fella, but he made me get a crown and which broke another tooth and I was Oh no. And I was raging. Um so I didn't feel comfortable about going back uh, because you know you know you lose your trust in something and then uh, so I found a lovely new dentist which I'm very, very pleased about actually now. So um oh. I had a lovely experience. She's much younger than me now. I'd say she's probably about four minutes older than my youngest son at this moment. Oh wow. That's what it feels like but she was really great now I have to say. Because here's the thing I used to be terrified of the dentist mm-hmm. until oh. I got a brace. Oh yeah, and I remember then that brace. They do so much messing 
yeah, you in your mouth that you just kind of get used to it and now because I have like a bright I've got like a, a bar on the back of my teeth because I had a brace I can't you have to get them cleaned every six months yeah, no, I, so I, now was, I'm all right. I was so good, right? When I started going to the dentist, I actually brought my kids from when they were born, basically, every time I went to an appointment because I didn't want them to be afraid. Ah. You know, so I wanted them to come and see that most of the time you go to the dentist, it's fine. Do you, well, do you know what? It's not even afraid of teeth. It's needles. I've always been afraid of needles. Are you afraid of needles? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. God, I can't afford to be because they take blood out of me every Because of a heroin addict garage. At last I'm able to speak about it. What a way to come out <laughs> to discover that. No, no, I, it's because they take blood out of me all the time. Oh, oh, <laughs> They're yeah, always yeah. testing me blood in some form or other. And actually, to be honest, you can't get to your mid-50s as a woman without being prodded and poked in places you don't even knew that, <laughs> know that was going to happen. Men, they don't have the same problem. I mean, your, your prodding and poking hasn't really started yet. Oh, no, it has, Neve. I've been... <laughs> Listen, at this point, I'm an expert. So why, what is it that you fear about needles? Um, I don't know. I know they don't hurt. Yeah, like, but it's the they, thought of them. Because they don't, but it's like, it's just the thought of them. And like, even like the last time I got bloods, no, it wasn't the last time, it was the time before that. Because mm-hmm. I used to like get high cholesterol. So Did we used you? to get it checked quite a bit. Okay. And every time I get it checked, they'd be like, now, are you all right with needles? And I'm like, I'm absolutely fine. They're like, you're going to faint, Gerald. So now, like when, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm absolutely fine. Like, and, I, and that's I'm the last fine. thing I hear I'm as everything goes down. <laughs> so now when I go to the doctor, there's kind of like a little star on my file that's basically like, if you're taking blood from Take this moron, easy. like make him lie down. <laughs> so I have to lie down. She makes me lie down. Yeah. yeah. Very embarrassing. No. But here's my thing about needles, right? Okay. Because this year I've decided what I'm doing in 2024. I've decided what I'm going to do. Right. This is my this is my new thing, right? Okay. Well, two things, both involving needles. One, I'm going to learn how to knit. Oh, I can teach you that. Okay. Next so pod. Next, <laughs> next, I'm going to get a tattoo. I've decided. I'm gonna get you know that you know that like woman that sits on the rock that they have that common people have on their windows. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my bum. (laughs) On one cheek, yeah. You know, like the woman that sits on the rock that like if you're a real scope, you have it in your window. I'm gonna get that tattooed on one ass cheek, and then on the other one, I'm gonna get Santa stop here. (laughs) (laughs) Why? No, I'm only messing. No. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> I am going to get a tattoo, though, right? Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get um, boots years ago, right? Mm. When I was in bed. She, like, she just sleep on my chest sometimes, right? Okay. Absolutely adorable. Maeve. Amazing. Adorable. She just sleep on my chest and she scratched me, right? On my arm, like just on my shoulder. Okay. Like, just by accident because she's having a bad dream. Uh, you know, which is, you know, basically <laughs> how everyone describes domestic abuse. He was just having a bad dream. Um, <laughs> but like, she, I walked into a door. So I have, yeah, I've, I've got this like scar on my arm. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get that tattooed over. And I'm going to just get like Boots' name on, like just tattoo the scar so it's like permanently there. And then I'm going to get Boots written underneath it. You know, what you should do is write Boots was here. <laughs> Because you don't need to do anything to the scar then. Just <laughs> boots are here. But like, I just, I, I just want to make sure that the scar stays forever. Oh, it's, yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, it will, it will because like, I mean, when she scratches, she's, she scratches deep. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. 
wow, that's uh, I wasn't expecting that. Now, to be fair, yeah, I've just thought, why not? How are I've you, never how are had you, a tattoo. How are you on pain though? Oh, uh, horrific! Right, okay. like really bad. Like I mean, like but if, if go... somebody looks at you sharply, do you feel it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, 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 like a sharp comment, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think wounded. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I will. What can I say? I will have to self-medicate before I go in. Yeah. Well, you know, to be fu- to be fair, I've never had my ears pierced or anything, right? Because I'm, I've always. But felt... you've had babies. Yeah, but I didn't know before I had the babies that I would. I mean, I didn't that even. Was sour. I didn't. No, no, no. Because to be fair, once the babies are inside you, they've got to come out somehow. No, <laughs> there's not a lot of choice in that situation. They're coming out somewhere. And actually, speaking of which, if you want to hear all about my birth stories, I've, I've been on the, the Baby Tribe podcast. I talked about it. See, not this as, is what happens now when Neve goes to the podcast awards. I know. People are like, amazing. will you come on the podcast? She's like, absolutely, Grant. What do you want to talk about your birth story? I was okay. like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Well, you didn't have the same. Not birth something stories. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny because I didn't even get my legs waxed before. I know you're looking at me oh, like what a gorgeous image. Nina. I know. I never really. I never kind of thought that. Why would you want to inflict any sort of pain on you? <laughs> And yet, I discovered I have quite a high pain threshold because I can actually breathe through a lot of stuff. Wow. I know. It's weird because actually I didn't even have full pain relief from my birth. Really? Mm-hmm. Neve, if I was given birth. I know. I thought it was going to be an epidural for my whole pregnancy, to, to be I'd honest. I'd be in a lane. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in a lane. Yeah. Go, what can I buy? No offence. No offence, right? I'm just going to be very clear. If men had to give birth, there'd be no human beings left on this planet. I and I well, I mean, absolutely, because I'm sorry. Where are they coming out? Oh, if men had to give birth, I'm sorry, it would be a hell of a lot more serious than women giving birth, <laughs> because that hole is absolutely tiny, Neve. <laughs> and ours is so big. It's bigger. Okay, is this where it's, this? It's, co- it's, I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not comfortable having this conversation now. <laughs> this could escalate. This could escalate. We might be able to post the video. Actually, this reminds me of that vintage rants we did. You know the one about the. You know about the telling the young girl about sex. This is the whole oh, conversation. God, how co- how much should you really talk about? Very intense. Okay. <laughs> I'm if, pretty if, sure Agony if, Rants. If you are a bonus subscriber, I do think the next Vintage Rants is, is for it's, you. It's worth a listen. Yeah, yeah. It's worth a listen. Okay. <laughs> oh, should we move on from that? I don't. Yeah, I don't let's I don't. move on. We'll move on. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I was only going to tell you about the dentist because you know they because it was up on the top of my uh, gum. They injected up there, and yesterday I couldn't move the top lip, and I looked like I'd had it's a stroke. So weird. It was so weird. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. I always think that. You, because it feels so bad, it doesn't necessarily look that bad. Yeah, it looked bad. Trust me. Oh, I kept it? looking okay, at myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, is this what it's like to have Botox? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember doing a gig once where I had been to the dentist oh. and I was like, oh God, this could be really... Odd. This could be really ropey. Yeah, yeah. But I was looking at myself in the dressing room uh, mirror and I was like, it actually doesn't look so bad. Oh, no, like, trust me. It, it, like, I, I was like, okay, it doesn't look so bad. It certainly feels weird. Yeah, no, no, I get that. But as long as I don't bite my lip, I think I'll be grand. And I went and I did the gig and I was about 20 minutes in and I was like, this is actually going grand. And then what did I do? What did you do? I took a drink. Oh. And then you wore the drink. <laughs> and it went in one side of my mouth and just fell out the other side. And that was the point where the audience went, what is wrong are with we witnessing? <laughs> Seriously deviated off. We have, we have. Agony Rants. Welcome to Agony Rants, the show where you're a vision winner and a comedian, solve your problem, heal your life, fix your world. 
And I would say you would not know that from the first 10 no. minutes of this conversation. No, in fact, what it sounds like is Agony Rants is a show where your life gets substantially worse rapidly. <laughs> okay. Rapidly. <laughs> we we got a follow up. We do. Well, we actually, follow-up. technically, it's a review stro- or it's a follow up. No, it is a follow up. Sorry. You've said the word, and we're going to talk about it before we before we go to the follow up. Okay. Reviews, Nate. Yeah, it's funny. As you are aware, a review is something that a listener—that's you, you <laughs> sitting on the bus, <laughs> enjoying <laughs> our world, this free. Podcast that you are getting in your ears every Monday. Unless you subscribe. As reliable as... As a reliable thing. As a reliable thing. Okay. Mostly. Mm-hmm. And you, listening, may not have reviewed us. Oh. And I don't think you understand how important it is for podcasts to be reviewed. Because we have, I think we have 107 reviews. Maybe. Oh, do we? That's yeah. Which is odd because we have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners Every single Monday. I know, I know. I get a lot of messages from people telling me how much they love it, which is brilliant. However, it's not enough to tell me. Do you reply to those messages? Yeah, I do. No, I no. smile at them. No, that, you see, that's what they know. No. Stop I replying d- to those messages. I try to reply to just, all my messages. Just set up an automatic, an automatic thing that says, have you reviewed the show? Oh. Review the show, please. He's so needy. But, uh, you know, you know, it's actually true. It, yes. Y- if you review it for us, then, you know, it helps us. Yeah, absolutely. Every single time you open mm. whatever app you listen to, you should be hitting five stars. Oh, without a doubt. Five stars. A little comment. No question. Nice. And I swear to God, to whoever is putting four stars. Who, what is it you're missing from life? I, thank you, Neve. <laughs> what, exact, what, what exactly do you want? <laughs> what are you giving five stars to? <laughs> It's outrageous. Nothing. So, yes, Nothing. if you listen, we would really appreciate if you would give us a review. And we might start reading them. Because oh. some people say lovely things. They do. They really, really do. Some people do. No, most of them do. Yeah, I know. Most of them. I yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really funny. Um, but we got we got an update, actually. Oh, go on. What's the update? Right there. So the update is, Dear Neven Garode, I'm writing to give you an update. You really helped me when I was very upset a while ago. I'd broken up with my husband because he was having an affair. I'd moved out of our house because my husband this. had bought it before we got married. Bollocks. Also, bollocks. I didn't want to stay. Right. Rightly too. Yeah. Um, when I wrote to you, I was really in a bad place and very upset. I really miss my dog. That's what I really miss remember is the fact that she left the this dog. This is the woman who, yeah, she left the dog and then there was a, some his girlfriend. new girlfriend, this new tramp was sitting in her sitting room petting her dog. Posting it. Posting it. Do you remember? Post on Instagram. I remember. You so, should report her. That's what you Report the post. <laughs> when I when I <laughs> heard your... Pornographic. Res- <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Uh, when I heard your response, I took half a day from work and went home and told my parents the whole story. I'm so glad. It actually felt really good and you were right. They really responded. I'm sure her work was delighted with us. I know, yeah. <laughs> In fact, my father put me in the car immediately and we went straight over to the house. I had my key and we went in to get my dog. But who should be there? Only the bitch herself. (gasps) He was in work. Oh, my God. She tried to ask me what we were doing. But my dad. I'll tell you what I was doing. I (laughs) am in my house to get my dog, yeah, Trump. From my husband. Yes, from my husband. Oh, God. She should have gone over there with a bucket of battery acid. That's oh it. my God. You're full revenge. Full revenge. full revenge. That's outrageous. But um, you know what? I'd say she was terrified. 
I'd say when you barged in the door, I'd say she was absolutely terrified. And she's probably sitting there in her trackies if she's a day off. Oh, yeah, she wasn't prepared for you. No, she wasn't prepared. She, I bet she didn't have her good face on. No. Because, you know, when you want to see the exes or the whatever, you want to have your good face on. I'd say her eyelashes were on the arm of the armchair. Raging. Raging. <laughs> Uh, she she probably didn't, you know, gaps in her fake tan. Uh, she tried to ask me what we were doing, but my dad just said, who are you? Oh, my God, I love oh, her dad. No, see? I love you her see? dad. That's the dad's delivering. And she went upstairs. We took my dog, Ben, and he has been with me ever since. And you know what? It really has made a massive difference. We just moved into a new place and I'm feeling so much better. Thanks for spurring me on. Forever grateful, Maria. Oh, my ah, God, Maria. Maria, I'm delighted. Maria and Ben. I'm delighted. No, I am delighted, delighted. Because, you know, the only thing that I would regret in that whole situation is my lovely dog. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, we love our dogs, but, you know, our pets, they never let us down. Yeah, exactly. Them. A pet will always make you feel better. Mm. I'm delighted. Yeah, he didn't deserve you, that boy. No, he didn't deserve you. He didn't deserve you. He so, absolutely didn't. You know what? You and Ben, destiny. And, there was, uh, and actually, I went onto her Instagram page to photograph her with her dog. Oh. Yeah, very cute dog. Can you show me after? I will, yeah. yeah Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Weimar Ammer. No, what are they called? A <laughs> <laughs> <Or> what? <laughs> Again, that's another word that I read but never say. <laughs> I know. Weimar armor. Weimar armor, isn't it? Weimar armor. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We all know what you mean. It's the, the, it's little the gray, gray ghost. The little gray, yeah, the gray ghost. Exactly. The little gray dog with the unnerving They're not that little, to be fair. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless they're pups. <laughs> maybe, maybe Maria's tall. Oh, Ben, Ben. I'm so glad you're home with your mommy. I mean, honestly, if you're listening, Ben. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> when did we get this? We got this. Was this around like October? Or yeah, something? it was. A, it was a good few months ago. Now it's a while, a while since. I'm so glad you went and told your parents. Actually, more than importantly, because you know, parents they love you. They want the best for you. That's the thing. Parents will always surprise us, particularly if you have low expectations of them. Yeah, because true. I think we do. Because no, that's I what true. happens. Like you the think they'll never understand exactly. Because I think the nature of parents is that we always think that we are more evolved and more advanced than our parents, but we're actually not. No, there's nothing new under the sun. Let me no. tell you, if, if I've learned nothing else in the last hundred and seventy years, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I hear the stories and I see and oh, social media today and all that. And the reality is. The, the world for us is the social media now, right? Okay, so it goes yeah. out into the wider world. But the truth is, the world for us when we were growing up was our area. Exactly. These days we have trolls, but back in your day, there was poison pen letters. There really was. There really was. <laughs> With lace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, God. That smelt of lavender. Are you, yeah. are you combining me to the Victorian or Edwardian? <laughs> what? Era, are you putting me in? <laughs> what the hell? If you didn't survive those coffin ships, Neve, <laughs> we never would have had a Eurovision in '93. Oh my God, Neve, I am on tour. The last twenty dates of my Glamour Hammer tour—they're on sale. Wow. When does it actually finish? April. Oh, okay. Yeah. You make it sound like it's going to be so imminent all the time. Limping to the finish <laughs> at this point, Neve. Limping to the finish. <laughs> The last Vicar Street is on the 9th of February. Very exciting. That's very exciting. Very, very imminent exciting also because, to be fair, you know. Uh, yeah, it's next week, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, I'll be also be doing shows in Longford, Carrick and Shannon, Kilmallock, Mullingar. Yeah, if I was a good friend. Now, 
If I was a good friend, I'd have all of those things. I'd Written down in front of you. This week. You're Instagram this week? Is yeah. it the alley? Yeah. Mention Michelle, please. I will. Mention Michelle. I'm not popular in Strabane. <laughs> Strabane says no. Okay. That's what I will say. Strabane says no. <laughs> um, GeraldFarley.com for tickets, or you can get them through the link in my Instagram bio. This is Geralt and I want to tell you about a new series that is starting on Paramount Plus. It's out now. It's called Sexy Beast. It is a prequel to the film Sexy Beast, which came out uh, in 2001. And this prequel stars James McArdle, Eamon Elliott, Sarah Green, Tamsin Grieg. And it looks absolutely incredible. And I'm not just saying that because the promo shot is James McArdle with his top off in a paddling pill. Okay, I'm saying that. It looks brilliant and it's out now. And I, by the time you hear this, will have started watching it. So check it out. It's Sexy Beast and it's on Paramount+. Plus. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Yes, we are. Network. It's a hub for the creative, the curious and the brilliant. Like us. And us. And us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we Um, we loosely fall into those categories. We do, we do indeed. (laughs) If you would like to support the show, you can subscribe to Headstuff Plus with as little as five euro a month. Yes, it'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Five euro a month. We would love it if you would subscribe. In return for that, you'll get bonus content from us, which is our Vintage Rants show. Yes, we make a special show for you. We do indeed. It's out twice a month. Mm -hmm. It's it's wonderful, isn't it? It is really fun. It's very Neve Cavanaugh-led. I will say that. (laughs) Neve picks the problems. I do. I'm just there for the ride. I know. Um, And... Not only will you get bonus content from us, you will get bonus content from all of the shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network. And there are some great ones, including the show that we're cross-promoting this week, which is... Fireside. 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 Which is a Irish mythology podcast. Yeah, it's really lovely. Um, It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, It is hugely popular. It is a jewel in the Headstuff crown, mm-hmm. as much as it kills me to say that. I know. Um, it wounds him. And here's a little clip. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Grainne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, You'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. Neve, we have a problem. Yes. We have a problem I'm now. very excited about the problem. This, now, the one thing we will say about this problem is, right, this is a problem, of all of the problems that we're doing today, this came in last. Okay, which is unusual, but the reason for that is we did say on the last one. It came in to the email account. Yes. So, so agonyrants at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Send it in there because what happens is it goes into Garode's DMs and we never see them again unless yeah, until he needs something. And he doesn't mean any badness about it, but he's a very popular boy. Very, well, <laughs> it's not that I'm very popular. It's just I check my DMs, at, like I check them at regular hours. Do you know what I mean? I check them at regular so hours. And do you know to... what happens? There's none in there. <laughs> Nobody DMs me. <laughs> no, unless I put to bed up... at half 12 and there'll be like some 30 paragraph thing from somebody and then I go, oh, I've got to copy that out because it's in more than one message. <gasps> and then I go, I'll do it in the morning and then I forget about it. Go on. Anyway, on. this is from... Somebody you... Uh, oh, Sarah. Sarah, okay. 
exclamation marks on the Sarah, inside. Sarah, let's call her Sarah. Real, okay? name, real name is withheld. Withheld. Okay. Hi, Garode. Hi, Neve. Let's call me Sarah. You okay, will. then. No problem. I almost said her name. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call me Sarah. No problem. <laughs> Absolutely no problem. We can do that. You're going to edit that out, I will right? edit that out. <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law, husband's brother's wife, is the issue. Oh. She has always been very airy-fairy. Let's sing Kumbaya in a circle type. <laughs> oh, your favourite type, girl. <laughs> <laughs> See, that now, straight away, no. the heckles are up. Come I am on. not. I genuinely, I, I generally agree with Garode's advice on the podcast. <laughs> they always lived far away, so the time I spent with her was little, which suited me fine. They moved closer to us, just around the corner, a while back, and as they don't know anyone in the area, I tried to involve them in things a bit more. That's your first mistake. Mm-hmm. Family dinners and going for coffee with her, etc. From time to time, I found her a bit pushy with her opinions, but it usually didn't involve me, so I minded my own business. Recently, one of our family members had a breakdown. Probably shouldn't have read that as cheerfully as I did. But anyway, <laughs> we'll plow on. Okay. And was admitted to hospital to get help, thankfully. Since then, my sister-in-law has been in everyone's business. Oh, yeah. She knows best about everything. Telling everyone how they should be and what to say during their interactions with the family member. Now, that, that's annoying. I have also firsthand seen her be massively two-faced. She speaks one way about family members and with me, then completely differently, all sweetness in front of her husband. So here's what I need advice on. She's been contacting me, asking to meet up for chats, etc. Saying no to that after everything that has gone on, we should be leaning on each other. Oh, right, okay. So basically what you're saying... Everything that has gone on, we should be leaning on each other. So that's her excuse of suddenly getting in touch with her. Okay. Right? My brain's response is, hell no. The last thing I want or need is little Miss Pushy getting in my business. I no longer feel comfortable speaking to her about anything as I feel she is just wanting to be in the middle of everything. Mm -hmm. How do I respond to her? If she wasn't part of my husband's family, I would simply cut her out of my life, but I don't want to be the person to create issues or tensions at any future family events. So far, I've gotten away with so busy at the moment type responses, but they won't last forever. Thanks in advance, Sarah. Well, now. There's a bit more. But, but we can't read it out. To be read out. It's only for but us. It's all very complimentary. Yes, like very a review. Complimentary. It's yeah, like, it is. Almost like a review. <laughs> almost like a review. <laughs> Neve, what's your thoughts? My thoughts are I understand the uh, minefield that this is, right? Because when you're married into a family and you feel that you should, it depends on how you're reared, right? I grew up, all the family were together, everybody was in your business. But even apart from that, you, you just included everybody in the family. There was never a case of you're dead to me over there, any of that rubbish, right? And then I married into a family who were loving to each other, but not necessarily as in each other's pockets. And so when I first moved up, I started inviting everybody for dinners, you know, group dinners, because that's what we did. And we always had kind of occasions. And it was really lovely. But you're right. It doesn't mean that you're actually going to love everybody in the in the yeah. environment. And the problem there is... We know who this girl is. This sister-in-law is the drama llama in the middle of it all. She's the one who will 
appear that she's here to help, but is actually only here for the drama and wants yeah. all the down low. And we'll find a moment if you say inadvertently say something that maybe might be slightly indiscreet, might be true, might be a million things. But the reality is they are usually very destructive and they drop the little, they do a little mic drop and then they run off and let everybody else suffer the consequences. You see, when you smell trouble. Yeah, run. When there's a whiff <laughs> of trouble around somebody. It's very, very hard to engage. It's very hard to engage and also to Trust. go, oh, yeah, let's have more of that. Yeah, I know. And you know what? Actually, you are under no obligation to be hanging out with this girl. Absolutely not. Uh, you, you, do you know, you can meet her at family events and get on and be very pleasant. You could have an occasional coffee if it comes down to it, but you are absolutely under no obligation whatsoever if she's going to bring the drama. You see, it depends on how much dignity this person has. Which one? Right? <laughs> the, 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 the trouble one. Okay. The trouble one. The sister-in-law. Okay. All right. Because, like, what my ta- my tack on this would be, right? Now, this would be a little bit, you know... Is it is it is it classic vintage Garode? No, no, this is, no. It's actually not. It's the other side. It's a bit. It's a bit more fearful avoidant. Okay, go on. As then. They say. Fearful avoidant. Bit fearful avoidant. <laughs> what I would do is I would arrange to meet this person. Okay. And then I'd cancel. And then I'd reschedule, and then I'd cancel again. Why? Because that will make her go. Oh, I'm just, he's just not interested. Yeah, but you see you But me. I wouldn't address the actual issue. I wouldn't be like, oh, I really don't want to meet you. You know, I, I, or or I'm really, I'm too busy. I, you know, um, you know, I don't feel we have a connection. I wouldn't address any of that. I'd just be like, oh, I'd love to meet you. Oh, absolutely. And then I'd be like, oh, so sorry, can't make it. Yeah, no, I get that. Because then you you imagine she would be like, oh, well, he's been a bit of a dick. I'll leave the ball in his court and when he arranges to meet me for coffee, that's when we'll go and then I never will. And then we'd probably be like a bit standoffish with each other for the rest of our lives. And I'd be grand with that. That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. But here's the third one. Go on. If this person wants to down low, they'll hunt you out. And yeah, you see, they will hunt you down. You see, and, if she's somebody and you know what else they'll do? Is they'll ambush you. So it doesn't actually prepare you for dealing with this person. What you need to do, no. Need is a strong word, right? Personally, what I would be doing, (laughs) I would be thinking to myself, I'll meet this person and I'll give them nothing. You see, that's very hard. It is very hard, I know, but I can do it. Okay, so we do a role play. Okay. Right, so you're meeting me and you want to give me nothing. Right. Go on. So I'll be like, oh, hi, Neve. Oh, it's it's lovely to see you. Um, So tell us, what's the skinny on Linda Martin? I hear she has a podcast. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? (laughs) (laughs) I hear she's a drink problem. Yeah. You hear a lot of things, don't you? You're kind of good at this. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't believe everything you hear. Is Johnny Logan really a woman? (laughs) Are you crazy? Apparently, Emer Quinn is dead and was replaced with a body double. Oh, I don't know where you're getting your information from. Here, oh, that's a lovely jumper you're wearing today. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're wearing dungarees over your jumper today. I am, Neve. <laughs> and we know we're, how we're, you feel about a dungaree. Now that we've addressed the serious issue of the day, Neve, we'll pause. We'll pause Sarah's <laughs> Sarah's problem. I have bought new dungarees. I'm glad you noticed. Know <laughs> Thank you. I bought new dungarees because I felt. Remember me training? Me training dungarees. Yeah. These were me like me 
I, I gonna test the water with me dungarees. Twenty seven euro doesn't owe me a penny. Okay, I still have them, but I thought, you know what? I do love dungarees. I'm gonna invest. Yeah, and they're Tommy. They're Tommy Hilfiger, Neve. One hundred and forty five euro. Excuse me. Did you not even get them in the sale? What the hell is wrong with you? No, no, I just no. I well, it was an impulse buy. at three gin and tonics. <laughs> I will not be judged. I'm not judging you. I will not be judged. However, we are now off the information <laughs> of Johnny Logan has been a woman. <laughs> Do you not know You're what very I skilled. <laughs> You're very skilled, Neve. Listen, let me tell you something. It is really easy to guide conversation with people like this because they're very driven and you're right. But actually, you decide how much you're going to say. And if you're going to say nothing, say, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. You see, here's my problem, though. Well, you, you want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I'd show up and I'd say, I'm going to give this woman nothing, nothing. But I'd be like, Johnny Logan is a woman. <laughs> I've heard that too. He's not. <laughs> I've, I want to be very clear. I've heard that too. He's gorgeous. <laughs> Emer Quinn, dead. I did hear that too. No, no. I've heard that too. But Johnny Logan goes, I'd say he'd look good in dungarees too. <laughs> he would. He would. He would look, yeah, he good. Would. No, how, but what I'm saying is, right, the thing is, I know how hard it is to to divert conversation. People want to know. And yes, you and I are the type who would want to go along to See, find I'm, out. I'm, very, I'm very weak-willed <laughs> yeah, person, no, Neve. I, 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 I find it very hard to push back. I just give people what they want. I know, but here's the thing. You know, you could meet and and the main thing is to ask questions of the other person. Just really deflect, deflect, Why are you deflect. such a bitch? <laughs> deflect, what deflect, deflect. Uh, just be the most uninteresting person on the planet. Or actually... If it comes down to it and that she's been really dogged about it, just say, look, I know we're sister-in-laws, but we're not friends. <gasps> Sharp. I know, but you know, sometimes you have to say that. I'm, I've never yeah. had to say it, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes, sometimes that's the case. But so, you, you know, the thing about it is, you, how hard is it? Here's a question, Groot. Right? Go on. How Hit hard me. is it to put time in to see the people you want to see? Um, yeah, it is hard. It is quite difficult, isn't it? Do you know so what I why do? the Jesus would you waste your time with someone you don't want to see? I I, I have a routine for this. <gasps> really? I do. Yeah, is this, is this part of your new tour? Don't give it away. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, no, it's not stand up. But I have I, I've kind of got okay, a, what's bit, the a rule of thumb. Okay, what is it? I have a list of people, and if you're on that list of people, I will see them whenever they want to see me. Oh, am I on that list? No, oh. because <laughs> no, because I see it, you know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to be fair. Of course you're on that list, Neve. <laughs> to be fair. Of course honest, you're on that list. You could have just said that at the beginning. You didn't have to say no. Of course you're on that list, Neve. <laughs> at a moment of are. trauma. No, there are certain, there are, cer- yes. there are people, yeah. you know, that I'm like, yeah. They don't always have to be bringing happy to the table, but they spark joy because absolutely. you care about them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They could be at the worst moment in their lives and I will drop everything, Neve. 100%. Unless it's a high paying gig and then I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> absolutely. But to be fair, I would understand that. I'm a freelancer, Neve. <laughs> I wouldn't ask <laughs> I'm it for you. I'm a freelancer. I wouldn't ask it Money's you. money. <laughs> Go on. But like, so like there's about five people that like, no matter. Yeah, absolutely. Wh- whenever, I'll drop everything. And then if you're not on that list, tough shit, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, if, you know I, 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 if I, I have time. Yeah, within the next month. And I've, and I'm, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm generally glad to see most people, but the, I won't. Ah, you're not, Neve. I've seen you. <laughs> you've, a, you've a spectacular covert eye roll, Neve. <laughs> <laughs> like that sister-in-law has a plan. Oh now, yeah, that she's going to be like an absolute big time draw on Sarah. Yeah, no, she is. So move swiftly away, Sarah. Nip it in the bud. Be very definite. Be, be. You know, be separate. That's okay. You know, you can say, oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. But really, I'm very busy. 
and um, you know it's hard enough to see the people I want to see say that in a <laughs> sentence say that in a sentence you don't have to but say that, that she's not involved the one in thing I will say and I know it's not it's not it's not the direct approach and it's it's a little bit going around the houses but my yeah, okay. my, my plan cancel plan cancel okay has always served me well yeah I well I think that might work yeah mess her around a bit I'm trying, you know, I'm desperately going through our, you know. <laughs> never happened, Dave. Never You know, happens. I'm going through our relationship now going, how, has he tried has that he on ever, me? Never, I've never cancelled. <laughs> never, never cancelled, Dave. Dave, we have another problem. Oh, Do I you know, want to read this Yes, one? I'll read this problem as soon as I find out where I put it. This oh, yeah. is from Graham. No, it's not. It's, it's from not. Sandra. It's from Sandra. <laughs> it's from Sandra. You're in the whole other show. <laughs> okay. So... Dear Neven Garode, I love the pod and have been listening from the very start. You make me laugh every single week, uh, but it was only over Christmas that I realised I have a long running problem that you might be able to help me with. Hit us up. Well, I have had a year of problems with my stomach, which have been getting worse. The doctor has been treating me with medication and keeps recommending that I go and get some tests. He is certain that there is nothing wrong, but that said, he would like to check. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I've been putting this off since last May because, and I'm ashamed to say this, I'm absolutely terrified of anything medical. I shake when I go into hospitals. Um, I don't know if I am afraid of death or what, but I go to pieces. Oh, I'm it's like you and the dentist. Uh, yeah, a little bit. You wrap them into a woman's way. <laughs> The People's Friend. Have you ever seen The People's Friend? Oh, what's that other one? Um, Ireland's Own. Ireland's Own. There I'm sure you go. Me, surely at some point you've been on the cover of Ireland's Own, have you? No. Not that I, not that I know of. I'm sorry. I might get a call about that, but Nate, I'm not. Well, I'm that not, is for no, shame. No. Nate, for no, shame. No. For stop. shame. If there's anyone with a contact in Ireland's Own now, please. 2024. To be fair, I could have been, but it's very unlikely. I'm sure I would have known that. It would have been in my to-do list, I'm sure. I mean, I, Stop I, I, it now. You should have been on the cover. Stop When's it now. Eurovision? When's Eurovision? <laughs> Marissa, look up when Eurovision is. We want to pitch an article to Ireland's own. Marissa, put down that phone. Okay, I am 35 and starting to get really concerned about this as a fear because obviously as we get older, I'll need to go to the doctors more. <laughs> I'm really sorry as an older person, it's upsetting me that she's saying that. Also, myself and my husband want children and I've been putting it off because of this. I'm also Like you said, once they go in, they have to come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really do. I'm also afraid of needles. There you go. Even though I know they don't hurt. I feel like I'm sticking my head in the sand like an ostrich. You are. Please, can you convince me to go and get this over with? Sandra! Oh, okay, go on then. You're a 35-year-old woman. <laughs> it's not the funny. The doctor said there's something wrong. You, you obviously went to a doctor. She went to the, she went to the doctor and the doctor said, so you probably want to do an endoscopy. Okay, you could have an element of white coat syndrome, as they call it, where, where your actually stress levels go up so much that they can't even take your blood pressure. <laughs> like, I know, but it's fair. It's you know, it's easy to say that, Mister. I faint if I see a needle. I right? do faint <laughs> if I see a needle, but I right? still go get the needle. You still go and get it, right? That is true. Listen, let me tell you something, Sandra. I cannot urge you enough to figure out a way around this, and it might take doing a bit of therapy or a bit of, um, you know, if that helps you or some sort of meditation and all that sort of stuff. But actually, the main thing here is to find someone that you feel you can trust. 
So in other words, if you like that doctor who originally said it to you, maybe go and speak to him about your fears and then take the steps. It, it, what what you do once is the first time is always hard. It's always more difficult as you do it more and more often. You know, create problems. Go, go see people. Now, Maeve, no. you're, you're being very gentle. I am being very gentle. But the tough love is, for God's sake, Sandra, you need to get that checked out. Sandra, pause the podcast immediately. Ring the doctor. Ring the doctor and make an appointment. Yeah. And then keep the appointments. Yeah. And you'll go in and you'll be rattling in the waiting room and then you'll have to pay for wherever it is and you'll be queuing up and going, oh my God, what if something's going to But like... Yeah, all of those things are real. They're just part of life. Right. And I understand that people have irrational fears and I have to say, I was always somebody... <laughs> you still have irrational fears. I d- Maeve, Come on. Maeve, Come on I do, now. I do. And I always assume, well, I'm going to die. Yeah. It's like you going into interviews, actually. I do, yeah. It's like, this is <laughs> it's the going, end. I don't know why I'm doing this. Now. I don't yeah. even know why I'm doing this. And you come out and you say, that was terrible. That was even awful. Even though you were amazing. Everyone. I'm never, never going to do it again. But here's the thing, right? And I was always somebody that was scared of, you know, you know, I, 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 I've I, got a pain in my stomach and I go to win. They're going to tell me I'm dying. And you got tumours. Yeah. I yeah. was always afraid of that. Yeah, you, you always jump to the worst case scenario. But here's the thing, right? People sometimes who have, like anxiety around medical stuff what they do is they go to the doctor a lot and they get stuff checked a lot which is actually it's it's kind of healthy it's the healthier side but so if you are somebody that's afraid of that sort of stuff then you should be going to the doctor more yeah you don't want to miss out on anything the last thing you want is to be afraid like my granny used to do this my granny would be at death's door with Mm. something but she wouldn't go to the doctor until she was better because then she'd go in and the doctor would say, well, that's a clean bill of health. And she'd go, I'm absolutely thrilled. Whereas in actual fact, she could have been like... <laughs> and that, we, could, we could have been de- defibrillating her with the iron like the previous week. <laughs> like, you, like you can't do that. And the thing you have to remember, right? And this is the thing that I used to tell myself, right? Is like, you know, because I was always finding lumps and bumps. You know, you go in and okay. they'd be like... Worst like, case scenario. I've got my testicle and they're like, oh, just sat in some blue tack. You just need to chill out. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> oh, it's so lucky you're not but, a woman. <laughs> Go on. But what I always used to say is in those situations uh-huh. was that me going to the doctor about something, it's not like some cosmic way of of the universe going, well, he's going to the doctor, so we're going to make this serious. Okay. No, you're right. Like, whatever, whatever is wrong with you... It's better to know. It's still going to be wrong with you whether you go to the doctor or, or not. not. You're right. You going to the doctor doesn't automatically mean the situation's got infinitely worse. <laughs> the doctor's going to give it to you. It's, like, not, you hear people it's not that? a thing. It's, it's not that, a I've thing. I've actually heard... I know someone who yeah. will actually say things like, well, I didn't know I had any problem. I had no problems until I started going to the doctor <laughs> to get stuff checked. And I was like, I beg <laughs> to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> oh my God, I know. But you know, to be fair, Sandra, he's right. If it makes you feel better, bring someone you feel you can trust who keeps you calm. There must be someone Me. in your life. No, don't. I'll you, go, you I'll don't go, keep I'll anybody calm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit with saying, enough of your shit now, Sandra, go in. <laughs> okay. Maybe not garage, okay? <laughs> there's tough love and then there's garage love, right? Okay, so here's the thing, right? Sandra, I'll bring it into Beaumont and handcuff you to a chair. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, bring somebody with you that makes you feel a bit better. And, you know, but to be honest, the more you push yourself past this, the better. Go get that sort. If you're having stomach problems, it may be 
anxiety that's doing it. And actually sometimes knowing, knowing is very important because you create even more. And the worst thing is nowadays you can become what they call a Google practitioner. So you yeah. put in your symptoms and the next thing you know, there's this kaleidoscope of doom that goes by you <laughs> and you're dying by the end of it. And it might be that you have an ulcer worrying about what it is that's wrong with you. And actually that can be fixed. And, and there's, you know, it's amazing what they can do now. But either way, if you leave it too long, how annoyed will you be that you haven't been able to do something about it? And worse again, you spend a year of your life worrying about something that might be very easily fixed. Exactly. Nate, that's great advice. But? Great advice. No, that is great advice. Yeah. The other thing I will say is don't be afraid to tell your doctor that you're stressed. Yeah, no, absolutely. Without a doubt. It, it's not a new thing and you're not alone. Lots absolutely and lots not. of people and feel Sandra, this way. Sandra, horse's mouth here. Horse's mouth. Horses. Weak as annex. I was thrilled. A Christmas? week of sex? Yeah. He was like, he's like, you're stressed to death. Weak as Anna. You were stressed the last time we met. I know, yeah, I was. I was, like me, I was. You were very stressed. Christmas, yeah. I was on the, I was on, I was on the brink. Wow. I was on the brink, Neve. Whereas I was exhausted. We must have been some, like, <laughs> wow. It's amazing I can't believe anyone was listening to us for I advice know. at Christmas. <laughs> the state of us. We were exhausted by the end Nate of the year. Nate was half asleep and I was in the throes of a oh mental health crisis. Oh my God. We all react differently to stress, I swear to we God. We are where we are. Um, um, but Sandra, I, I seriously, I don't think you're alone here. I think a lot of people feel this way about multiple things. They put their head in the sand and actually when they actually sit down and start dealing with it, it's much more manageable. But I am always of the belief that, that what you know is more important. So if it is on your mind, go get absolutely. it Absolutely. And the other side of it is, right? Mm. You're, the thing that you're afraid of yeah. is much rarer. It's much rarer than there being nothing wrong. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I just, know what you're talking think, about there, just think how better you'll feel when, when you when they go, that's absolutely nothing wrong. You've got a bit of a you got a bit of reflux. Yeah, and you know You're pregnant with quads. <laughs> whatever, wow. it is, wow. whatever it is. Whatever it is. They'll give you they'll give you something to sort it. I think I think I think it's definitely anxiety management will be involved in this without a doubt. Absolutely. There's nothing there's nothing here that doesn't say it to me. And yes, there may be difficulties and there may be problems. You may have something, but the reality is that percentages, as Garode says, is are is much smaller than you think. That that's the thing it's yeah, gonna be. And you can just go to the doctor and say, I've got an appointment now on Wednesday. I'm very nervous about it. I do not want to have a thought or feeling until Saturday. Yeah. Sort that, please. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Just. Yeah. No, and take, listen. Take control, Sam. You have goals. You have goals and things. I, I'm always saying, you know, just do the job in front of you. So, you know, what you need to do the first job is to make the appointment and explain to the receptionist that you have fears. You won't be the first person to go through that. Go and see the doctor get him to give you the next referral and if you're doing anything bring someone that makes you feel happy or something that makes you feel happy and if that's a teddy bear in the middle of a hospital you just do that Neve, no. or if you want to wear some no, sort of no. onesie the last thing the or last dungarees thing needs is to be sectioned <laughs> <laughs> she's got enough going on I, don't, I disagree like, go I in go in whatever makes you, you happy I think right mm-hmm. the worst thing about being nervous about something is not feeling like you can say it or ask for help. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no. So what you've got to do is, like, there is no choice. You have to go for this appointment. So what you need to do is, like, everybody involved at every stage. Yeah. 
to help you feel better about yeah. it. I know. I think it's a great idea. Just be upfront about it and just say, look, I am very nervous about this. I've had this fear for a long time, but I really want to resolve this. And then that gets them on your side, even if they're real bitches and they won't be on your side. The reality is they will, they, they, they they will be. They will be. They'll recognize it. It's not as rare as you think. And Seriously. be honest. Don't go in there and they go, how's your stomach? And you're like, it's absolutely fine. Don't Just because you want to, Yeah, because you want to clean better health. Oh my go God. Go in and say, oh, I'm shitting through the eye of a needle. Whatever needs to be said, just say it. Okay. Lovely. Right? Uh, on that note, Sandra, uh, you know, let us know how you get on, Sandra. Take deep breaths and just, and, and listen breaths. to us in the waiting room because that'll certainly calm you down. There's yeah. definitely people Definitely worse off than you. But, but get this sorted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. We are desperate for you to get it sorted, Sandra. Do you think we helped? We've, of course we've helped. Both of these people, they're healed. I... <laughs> well, I mean, not Sandra. No. But, <laughs> but it's not going. <laughs> but it hasn't got worse. <laughs> well, there's some resolution, hopefully. There is. There is absolutely. I, Sandra, today, before the end, stop listening. The stop podcast, listening. The podcast is over, Sandra. Hang up. <laughs> Make the phone call. Just listen to the ads first. please. Listen to the ads first. You've been listening from the start. You know how this rolls, right? We're nearly exactly. finished Exactly. All we're going to do is we're <laughs> going to have a little bit of a chat about why, like, these bastards won't subscribe to Head Stuff Plus. <laughs> or, you know, why they won't send the problem to the actual... To the actual email Gmail. Email, okay. So, so agon- everybody that's not Sandra... Yeah. Agonyrants at gmail.com. Send us your problems, stories, whatever it is you want us to talk about. On this, if you've got questions for us, we'd like to hear them. We want to hear them. Yeah, we, we do. absolutely do. We may or may not answer them. To be fair, you it's know. our prerogative. Yeah, I know. And maybe you want to see a different color pair of dungarees on uh, Grod. I don't know. Absolutely, that's exactly the sort of thing I want. We should turn up matching dungarees one day. How amazing <laughs> would that be? <laughs> yeah, that's the nervous that laughter. Be, that of, might that might be unnerving now. That's the nervous laughter of someone who'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking about is when we go to get our coffee. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I know. What's they're happening? Already, What's they're happening? already kind of not sure about us. <laughs> they already, they're already looking at fun. Um, Neve, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Always. Um, there's a vintage rant out this week. Oh, yes. We hope you enjoy it. And we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.